I know many of you were able to join us on Thursday night when we had our beautiful altar of repose set up outside on our new bridge gazebo area with its beautiful cross on top that matches the bell towers on the church. And we had this lovely procession outside and there was just something about being outside for the altar of repose. It's almost like going to the Garden of Gethsemane. And that was obviously a new sort of tradition I hope to carry on, although next year I hope you can be outside of your cars to be nice and close. But one thing that was a continuing tradition is Flora always sings in a beautiful way a song that's called Stay With Me. And, you know, it's our Lord asking the apostles, in particular Peter, James, and John, to stay with me and pray for a while, right? Uh, that during that time before our Lord is about to be arrested, he asked them to stay with him. And of course, we know what happens. They fell asleep a couple of times. And our Lord even said that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He asked for that. They kind of delivered, but not really. And then we continue on into the triduum. Well, here we are on the opposite side, right? We've, we've been through Good Friday. We've been through the Easter Vigil. Here we are in this gospel on Easter Sunday, on that the very first day of the week. And you see Cleopas and this other disciple, of course, being downcast. And what are they asking of the Lord, right? After they've already had this bit of a walk, conversation, they say to him, stay with us. And this is the beautiful thing, that even though our Lord asked the apostles to stay with him, and they didn't really deliver that well, when these, when these disciples asked that Jesus stay with them, he delivers in a huge way, right? And the beautiful thing is, is that he continues to stay with us as well to this very day. And, you know, and, and sometimes I know people may ask or, you know, sort of demand or want more signs of this, more, you know, bold sorts of things. And I think as you look at the first reading and what happens with Peter and John in raising up the paralytic, right? And, and instead of giving him silver and gold, something that's just passing, that goes away very quickly, Peter looking intently at him in the name of Jesus the Nazarene, he says, rise and walk. And the man does just that, getting up, leaping about, going into the temple, to praise God, right? The beautiful thing is, and I think, you know, to think about our own situation, even in this time of pandemic, I think probably the overwhelming majority listening to me right now or seeing me via the tubes and wires of the internet, you know, probably have the same ability that this paralytic had right after he was healed, right? I'm guessing that you can get up and walk. And that in and of itself is a miracle from God. But how often in our lives do we not use that miracle to the fullest? Now, God still continues to act in miraculous ways. I mean, in order for someone to be canonized a saint, there has to be a medical miracle that there's no other medical explanation other than the miraculous for them to be canonized. It still continues to happen. The one that immediately comes to mind is... One of my favorites, Venerable Fulton J. Sheen, uh, that family up in Illinois, the, they, they had a stillborn baby and the mother prayed. And if I'm not mistaken, the little guy was not breathing for like an hour. 
And through the intercession of Fulton Sheen, that little guy is alive and doing fine now. It's an incredible thing. And, and our Lord acts on people. He still continues to act in miraculous ways. But think about this. It's to get that little guy to the point where most of us are, right? Physically healed and whole to the point that we can do what? We can get up and walk around and praise God. Because the beautiful thing is, is that even when he asks us to stay with him, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is very often weak, right? We don't do a good job of staying with him. But thanks be to God. Thank him. In his great glory, in his eternal love for us, he stays with us. Stays with us in the blessed sacrament. His presence continues to be right here. And one of the reflections I read on, on the gospel this morning was uh, from Father Aidan Nichols. He said, as any blind person will tell you, it's not more important that we can see someone, it's their presence, right? And our Lord stays with us, truly present in the blessed sacrament. And so even though right now, yes, we can't have everybody together for public mass, still, he's in our midst. He stays with us. He continues to tell us, us who walk away downcast, even though, like Cleopas and the other disciple, we've seen the initial parts of the resurrection, right? We know what's happened, but how often do all of us use the God-given gift of our walking, of our talking, of our ability to move forward? How many of us continue to stay downcast? How many of us continue to only look on what's difficult, what we had hoped for in some ways, you know, we don't look at what we actually have, namely Jesus Christ in our presence. And the great thing for us is that if we say, like Cleopas and the other disciple, stay with us, our Lord is so much more faithful than Peter, James, and John. He doesn't just fall asleep over to the side, he stays right there with us. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, take stock of what you have. You're able to get up and walk. You're able to think, to pray, to look, to reflect on the scriptures, to give him your time, and to say to him, Lord, stay with me. The beautiful thing to know is that he does. Even in crazy, unique situations, right? Peter and John, as we go forward in the Acts of the Apostles, they're going to be arrested. Peter's going to be imprisoned. Eventually, Peter's going to be crucified upside down in Rome. And yet, our Lord stayed with him through it all. We don't find ourselves in a situation right now where we're about to be crucified upside down in Rome. But so often, we just get overwhelmed by the difficulties. Hey, don't get overwhelmed by them. Know that Jesus Christ stays in our midst, just like Cleopas and the other disciple. Say to him once again today, Lord, stay with us. He continues to show us himself and the breaking of the bread, continues to remain in our midst. And even if things are a little bit different than they normally are, what does not change is his fidelity to you and to me. Listen to his words. Pay attention. Pour over the words of sacred scripture. Let him ignite your heart. Let it be burning within you. Know that fact that he is in our midst, that he stays with us. And then, my friends, don't be downcast anymore. 
Are there challenges? Yes, there are always challenges. But our Lord has overcome the world. Our Lord has overcome sin and death. My brothers and sisters in Christ, he stays with us. Ask him today to stay with you and know that he most certainly will. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.